And we're back. Uh, Joseph, you know I don't like change, and you don't know you know I don't like weird things. Yes. Joseph, we're not in the studio right now. No. We're at the Black Lodge. Why yep. did you bring me down to the Black Lodge? Recording live, because uh, there's recording a band. Live. <laughs> recording live. We're always recording live. Uh, because there's a band that uh, I have been a fan of for a very long time, and they are from the East Coast. I used to live in the East Coast. I did. I lived in a little city called New York City, and I've seen this band. Every time we do a podcast, you bring up how you live in New York City. Well, I'm pretty important. And uh, I've seen this band in Brooklyn uh, a few times, and I was very excited when I found out that they were coming to the Black Lodge. How'd you find out? Uh, the internet? I don't know. <laughs> I think the Facebook, they posted I was just wondering how well uh, the Black Lodge is doing with putting flyers up. Oh, I don't know about flyers, but uh, Facebook, they're great. Um, and so I emailed Gorilla Toss, and they very... Ve- Gorilla Toss is the band I'm talking about, by the way. Um, and they were very... G-Toss? G-Toss. Um, they were kind enough to meet up with us here at the Black Lodge where they're playing, and give us a little interview. Uh, uh, so, uh, unfortunately, not all the band members are here. That's interesting. Apparently, <laughs> apparently some of them have a bias against AM radio, but oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, uh, would you two introduce yourself and say what you do in the band? I'm Cassie, and I sing in the band. I'm Ariane, and I play guitar. Cool. Thank you uh, for coming. Uh, welcome. Um, just to give a little background about the band for the listener, I believe I've done well, research. Why don't you let them to give the background? Oh, you want to give some background? How, we'll oh, give the right. background. Oh, it's such a um, long story. For the listener who doesn't know, it's like I've read a lot of stuff. I've done so much, so much. Um, you guys formed in 2010 in Boston, but now you guys live in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, in this incarnation, it was more like 2012. Yeah, 2010 oh, really? is yeah. Uh, pushing a little far back. Oh, okay. Tell me about that. Why 2012? What happened during those two lost years? Lots of crazy. That was that was the dark ages, man. Ooh. Sorry, we just talked to <laughs> a saxophone player. Yeah. Um, do you guys speak to them anymore? I never really knew him. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a buddy. He's a solid dude. You know, just a uh, couple things here and there, a rough patch, which uh, ended up with us getting Cassie instead. And okay. it worked our out bands great. played at the same venue. Yeah, so, so Legend has it that you were in a different band and yeah. they stole you that night. Was her. the saxophone player at that show that night? Yeah, well, both of our bands broke up. On the same night. It was a full moon. It was oh a full God. moon. Really, was it? No. Oh. <laughs> and the wolves were howling, and people were howling at other people's wolves. No, I mean, and uh, yeah. I so had a neighbor who howled joined. at people's wolves. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, actually, you know, one of my favorite records, uh, Robert Redford made a split LP with wolves. Wait, really? It's great. Side A is Robert Redford <clears throat> talking about how much he likes wolves. Side B is just the sounds of wolves. That's amazing. Wow. The record, it lists all the different wolves and like where, where right. they live. What year was that? That sounds cool. Um, it was like, uh, it was like the early 70s. I think it came with a free, if you had a subscription to National Geographic, you got it as a free gift. Oh, that's cool. Huh. Anyways. Wait, so, so you guys, your two bands played a show on the same night. Yes. And apparently broke up on the same night and you took Cassie <laughs> from that band to sing in your was, band. Was that the show where the pipes burst at the Smoky Bear Cave? Yeah. Yeah, and like everything, yeah, I remember the pipes that. Was it from burst. your guitar riffs? I wish. It wasn't that my band, was, it was her band. It was my band, yeah. It was from the guitar riffs, yeah. It was crunchy. People were like all like, Whoa. it was like a huge mosh pit and yeah. then somebody like grabbed like a, like stereotypical like DIY show and like grabbed the pipe. Yeah. 
And that happens like, at almost always every some DM. big guy, <laughs> some huge dude is like, I'm gonna hang from this like fragile looking thing, and yeah. then like shit water is like falls everywhere. What's really what's funny is that at the same time there's a really fragile looking guy hanging from a perfectly solid, yeah, yeah. solid pipe that did not <laughs> yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He was like upside down. Like, and uh, oh. then those two took a cab home together and they're friends ever since. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it was like it was musical love at first sight. It was it just it just worked somehow. I was like these guys are really weird. And yeah, then I like I went remember. home and I like I was like I was thinking about doing this band and my cousin and she's like my sister and she was like we we're listening to it. it was like super like out like avant-garde saxophone, like disjointed contemporary improvisation and shit. She was like, I don't know about this. But I did it anyways. We started practicing and then we went on tour like two months later. Whoa. That's fast. Yeah. Um I practice a lot since How much? A lot. A lot. (laughs) Right now I mean at that time you to see their time No, I just when people (laughs) when people say they practice a lot in their band, I always think of having Red get in the van where Black Flag practiced like eight hours a day, five days a week, treating Uh, it like a day job. It was almost like that. Really? Yeah. I remember drinking a lot of in that first few period or months before. So that's your sponsor? No. Yeah, we bleep out we don't wanna Yeah, I drank a lot of <laughs> um, I really like reading reviews of your guys' band because there's so many genres thrown around to try to describe you. Yeah. And it's like disco. Today I read like in one review it was disco funk art punk noise outfit. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you guys feel about when people try to describe your band? Is it annoying or? That's normal. I mean, that's just how it's been since the dawn of time, right? Yeah. It's like someone's always like... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's crazy just because we're kind of like more like genre fluid in a way. Okay, Because yeah. we're just like always like evolving and changing. Like we record a lot of like new albums. Yeah. We're not really necessarily trying to be anything at any one time. It's just like, you know, we just like rehearse a ton for hours upon hours, like weeks, and like write a new record and then we go on tour. Yeah. But... Yeah, they're al- they're always pretty different. People are always like, "Oh, your styles change." It's like I don't know. We just like that's what came out. Yeah, I feel like it's all all pretty like consistent insofar as like it's gorilla toss. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like oh, this week you're funk and this week you're. It's all gorilla toss. It all is. And it's all with all the words that get thrown at you, oddly catchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you go into the studio, do you pretty much know what is going to happen, or is there some improv? No, we pretty much write out. We okay, completely. Oh, well, Lots of, uh, lots of yeah. Get the bark in there. Lots of post-production stuff, courtesy of Peter yep. Negro, our drummer, who's not here. He likes to just you know simmer in the studio and be like, all right, throw some uh, congas on that, some lots cowbell. Lots of wild percussion. Yeah. So all the stuff. all the weird, interesting, creative stuff where you're like, what's that sound? It's usually Peter like just throwing a little spice on it but you, yeah so do you think if, if budget wasn't an issue what's the craziest thing that he would fly out to have oh dude if, if there was no budget we'd have like a children's but choir do, but do, just, and just like, like, one, like what's the one big thing like what's the one, what's his biggest ticket item that he wish that he could have speaking for him? can't speak on his behalf okay. but i, I mean, mean he'd probably fly out like like fishman from fish he'd probably like, yeah fly out like twiddle like, like mickey some, heart like um <laughs> just fly out those people just do a little like sit in we would definitely get some serious guest artists if money was of no issue yeah yeah <laughs> um so you were formed in Boston and lived in Boston yeah and I've read some interviews and articles or articles where you really talk up the Boston scene 
yeah. of how much you liked it. You guys have played a lot of house shows, and you said there was a big community there. Mm -hmm. But now you live in NYC. What brought the change on? What, like, do you, did you get sick of Boston, or were you like, I know your new record label is based out of New yeah. York City. Was that an impetus to move there? Well, it's just good to, uh, you know, try everything, you know? You can't yeah. stay in one place forever. And we were there for like seven, I was there for like seven years or something. Yeah. Yeah, Cassie's from Massachusetts, so that must have yeah. been crazier. But yeah, a bunch of us went to school in Boston, so it's like the classic, you're there for four years, and then you just kind of graduate, and you kind of like chill, feel the scene out, and then after a while, you're like, what am I doing here? You know? Yeah, so we'd, yeah. We'd like play New York a lot, and it just kind of like felt like home too. Yeah. We tour a lot, so it's not like, yeah. It, it didn't, it wasn't foreign to you. No. Yeah. Yeah. We have homies in New York too, so it's not like... We went there and it was this fresh new world. It's we're just trying to jam and hang out with our butts. Okay, so I saw you at Death by Audio and I had no idea who you were. And you started playing and I was in awe. And then you, Cassie, pulled out a small like exercise trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if it's... You know, you gotta get in when you can. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. She's busy with practice and shows. If you're gonna exercise, <laughs> you gotta squeeze it in when you can squeeze it in. I don't think you used it the next time I saw you, which is actually better than There's using it every time. But There's a reason. Okay, I, I want to get to that reason, but it was like you bouncing up and down on it, like scream singing, and I was so impressed by the music and just kind of in awe, and you were jumping into the crowd. And then the crowd started using it to jump into each other, but everyone was really... You're going to let them talk this podcast? No, not at all. It was, really, was really cool about it, and yeah. I just thought that was really awesome the way you brought the crowd into your band like that. Yeah. Why I like you... the crowd, yeah. You do? Yeah, I want you them like to fans. be like part of us, yeah. Oh, their energy is really sweet. Um, someone actually broke the trampoline that night. They, not on purpose, but they jumped like on the corner and then it like bent the leg really hard. Well, was he kind of like a tallish guy with glasses? Yeah, like we're, Rihanna <laughs> Harry. <laughs> That's a callback. It was you. Yeah, I didn't jump on it. I'm too ungainly. <clears throat> it was someone much bigger than I. But uh, yeah, it's okay. Fun. It's okay that they broke it. It was fun. People had fun on it. Yeah. Had... People were like real. They, when I asked them to come, you know, motion that they should get on the trampoline, they were just like me. They're so excited, and that's really a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Which of you is the perfectionist in the band? Is that either of you, or no? What? We're all perfectionists. We're all perfectionists. Okay, because while I was reading an interview, <laughs> I was reading some interviews with your band, and one of you said, like, oh, like, I really like live performances, but sometimes it gets too crazy, and then, like, the music suffers. Totally. It's probably Peter who said Peter, that. Yeah. Oh, and I agree. No, I, I think I we can all agree with that. Uh, so, has there ever been a show where, like, that pendulum swung the other way? Where, like, it was like, this is now just a shit show, and it's like, yeah, yeah it's fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, this, our sound sucks. Dude, this, this gig we played in Belgium, man, we went to Europe, and we only had 15 minutes of music in our repertoire, because... It's like, sure, let's go like across to the other part of the world with only 15 minutes of music. So we played the set, and they wanted like us to play again. We're like, we don't have any more music. Well, and at this point in the tour, I think like all of our stuff was broken. The sound was terrible. Yeah, we ran all this gear, and it was just like broke. It was and like sucked. They like, everything us, broke. So we played our set again. We played our set twice for them, I think, basically, is what happened. Yeah. And they were loving it, and everything sounded terrible. All my shit was broken, but... It was the vibes, I man. Thought, they were so stoked. I thought you were going to say when uh, 
I thought you meant like a messed up set would be like at gay gardens, like when like mm-hmm. oh that that's just, a like, good story too. One, two, too. three, four, and then everybody just like like moshed and like pushed everybody. And it's mm-hmm. just really crazy. And then somebody ripped the shirt off of Aryan's back. Yeah, then they dragged. She's actually a buddy. Yeah, I think he's he's, something really like came over him. I don't know what, but he was like dragging me into the audience, and I was like, dude, no, and he ripped my shirt off my back. Uh, if you have that shirt, uh, please email accessonpurposepodcast.com and we will get it back to the rightful owner. No, he ripped it clean off of me, man. This shirt doesn't... Uh, someone has it. We, we, we have a seamstress at the studio. We also have contacts in Belgium. That so. was my favorite shirt. Yeah. But yeah, the gig was over after what, that was, was it Was it like there's there something on this shirt or just the pattern? No, it was just a nice plaid shirt that I liked. Oh. That you is... got a pretty nice plaid shirt on right now. Right? There are three people wearing plaid shirts. Yeah. I mean, wow, really good... Make the I make, make her feel ostracized. It's really yeah. I, it's more for the listener, and another person wearing a great striped shirt, hoodie, <laughs> and a jean jacket. This is just great. Who in the band would win in a competition at Donkey Kong Three? Peter's Peter. Peter's really good at Donkey Kong. He's probably playing video games in the car right, right now, now as we speak. He, actually, he's actually playing Zelda. Um, Majora's Mask. On a like, Game Boy or on a Game Boy, oh, okay. yeah. I was secretly hoping you had an N64 like hooked up to a small monitor. Dude, we did last tour. You did? Yeah, we rent our we rented a van. Or our label rented a van. It, it was, had an Xbox it was lush. or PS2 or whatever. Like watching Sopranos in the backseat, like it's like super Yeah, nice. it was push. What'd you think of the ending of the Sopranos? Yeah, Love that man. Oh, oh, open ended, you know, <laughs> you just don't know. I like that too. You don't know what happened. Very controversial. Yeah, great show. So you guys mentioned your label, which is uh, DFA Records, mm-hmm. uh, which is great for people who don't know. It was partially started by James Murphy of LCD Sound System, which uh, has the Rapture on it, Black Dice, Yacht. Like, that's a really cool yeah. label that has really still a lot of cool stuff. How did you guys hook up with them? Um, someone uh, from the label came to one of our DFA shows, actually, mm. and saw us, like, years before, and then they kind of reached out and when we were ready we we're kind of like okay we're ready we'll make an album yeah but, you know we were apprehensive about it before we moved to new york city because we were like we really want to go like we're gonna dive into this like we're gonna really you know yeah are we gonna go on with this band or like make it into something or are we just gonna like keep it just like you know diy as fuck now when you were younger and like watching nickelodeon TV. Did you yeah. ever think that you were going to be on that guy's record label? I'm good, man. Thank wait, you. what? Um, no. <laughs> that's wait, cute. wait. <laughs> Clue me in here. James Murphy? On she, the I, th- I think she has the Jonathan story. Gulkin? Yeah. Oh. I uh, yeah, Hey Dude. Hey Dude. He was on Hey Dude? Yeah. The he ranching was... show with... Yeah. The... He was like the, the new kid that came in. Oh. Like towards the end with like the crazy blue eyes. Yeah. Um, and now that, he runs the label that you folks are on. Yeah. Do you got what, what is it weird when you when you say like, "Hey, dude"? To him? <laughs> I never thought. Oh, is it weird? I wonder if he gets that. Yeah. that's got it. I mean, it's such a nor. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly, he has like animated facial things that he does. It's just like it's just like. Oh. Ah. I mean, it's such a normal thing to say, but do you think every time someone says, "Hey, well, dude, now when you're walking down the street, he thinks of Ben Stiller's yeah. wife." Who I don't like calling Ben Stiller's wife, but I can't remember her name for the life of me. Oh, no. You could say song. Jerry Stiller's son's wife. Is that better? <laughs> uh, that's really funny to me because I've been slowly going through Seinfeld again on Hulu. <coughs> oh, is that Larry David's demo tape? Yeah, it's Larry David's demo tape for Kirby Enthusiasm. 
That dog is chewing. Good, um, very there's a good. dog at the Blackhawks <laughs> named Milo. He's chewing uh, on he's a He's in the, the bison studio horn with us. And chewing a bison horn. Yeah. Milo, say hi. That's a badass pup. Go say hello. She kind of did say hi. Good. <laughs> good Stay girl. Stay in the mic. Stay right here. Yeah. <laughs> we like dogs. Oh, must love dogs. Mm-hmm. It's a must. Do you guys think we're ever going to get interviewed by Nardwar someday? Not that this isn't great, but I'd love to. You know, he's always give somebody like the band like gifts and stuff. And so, he does so much I know. Deep digging. He Are you going to give yeah. us gifts? He gives gifts, yeah. Are you going to give us gifts? Um, I was going to try kidding. to buy some Reese's <laughs> eggs. We love Reese's. I couldn't find any. Actually, we would love that. You couldn't find any Reese's eggs? No. I, well, I think the did you one... read that we like Reese's eggs? I, or did you just know? I just had a feeling. You Jesus Christ. Uh, I had a, had a feeling, and the gas station I was at did not have them, and I really thought they were going to have them when I walked down here. I did I did text him today, like, what should we bring for them? Like, no, you said I want to bring him a case of beer and a deli tray. I did <laughs> deli tray. I said, what you, I was like, I want to bring him something. Should we bring a case of beer? Uh, like so some sure food? Because there's been we're times on the drinkers. podcast where I've bought a whole bunch of beer, yeah. and the people who come on, like, oh, we don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, really it's weird, and it's even <laughs> weirder. If, like, well, I'm just like, I wish I wouldn't have gone to the store. Well, but it would be more so weird if we walked up, like, at least it's in the fridge, like, do you want a beer? No, as opposed to, like, hey, we bought this case sure. of beer. No pressure. Why you, you don't get. want it, you're, you suck. Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah, as if we need you to drink or something, but... Uh, so you encourage your fans to record you live? Yeah, if they want to, yeah. Do they send that to you afterwards? Or you? Or yeah. Just, okay. Do you think you're ever going to do anything with it? Yeah, we actually have a new live LP, which wasn't from a, san, a something a fan sent. Um, we actually were playing in Nashville at the end, and there was like a recording. There was like mic set up because it was like a festival, and then we like I got a USB to put in the board. Oh, okay. But we mixed it, now we have is a live it called, Is it called Live to USB? Because that would be really great. Gorilla Toss, live to USB. Oh, live in Nashville. To USB. Yeah. Same <laughs> what, um, so yeah, you guys have been doing more improvisation and jamming. Yeah, yeah. Um, what inspired that? Just trying to change it up, keep it... It's fun. Interesting. Keep yeah. it fresh. Yeah. Can't play the same songs over and over again. I mean, we, have, we record so much, you know, we just we have a tendency so to get bored of playing the same... Uh, repertoire of songs some people they can like tour on an album for like two years of yeah. just like 20 minutes of music we can't do that we're too crazy that's I fair know, i don't know why we play like 600 shows together or something yeah so jamming and segueing tunes in interesting ways is making sandwiches out of the songs yeah um like starting a song doing another song and ending the song yeah i think it's fun for us song. and the audience you ever garnish that sandwich Sometimes. We did an all sandwich set the other day. <clears throat> Has it ever gone terribly wrong? <laughs> like where you're Please like talk trying, about your failures. Trying to More improv like trying to improv and jam and it's just like you're like, okay, this is a Sometimes isn't working. people are like, What's going on? Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Do you see the question on their faces? Yeah, I try not to look at people but sometimes I can just feel them and then I'm just like As long as we can see each other in the band, yeah. usually we vibe pretty well. Yeah. Are you? I mean, are you pretty much playing for audiences that more or less know what they're gonna get? Like, when was the last time you played for an audience that didn't know what they were gonna get? Yeah. Yeah, um, like 
when you were on a bill with other people that just didn't fit and drew a crowd that would not like you. What about when we were what? in uh, Spain and we played with the Virgin Turkeys? Yeah, we played the a Virgin pi- Turkeys. In, we played in a pigsty <laughs> with a band called the Virgin Turkeys. There was like a huge I don't know. There's a lot of animals going There's a lot. Yeah, pigs. Pigsty, Virgin Turkeys. We're like going down this road. Like it was like. It was like so dark. There's no street lights, and we had like this big giant Czech driver named Mad Mike. A Super Czech Mike. driver named Mad Mike. Shout out, out to Mad Mike. Too. Shout out to Mad Mike. Yeah. Whoa. Um. Kisses, and <laughs> peace, kisses and peace signs for the listener, I, right there. I heard that uh, the Virgin Turkeys broke up, and now they're the experienced turkeys. <laughs> they went to summer camp. And something <laughs> happened. Yeah, they're they're more mature lovers yeah. now. One sure. of their their uh, lines, their song was "My fucking life." So that wait, was wait, you actually can you just actually yell that because I don't think the mic picked it up. My fucking life. My do, fucking do life. Do it like me. <laughs> like, like, wait, was it about Claire Danes? <laughs> I'm being serious. I thought like he was like singing a song on the. T- Oh, I love man. that show. It's not called My Fucking Life. My so called fucking life. My so called fucking life. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, but it was pretty sick. It was in like an old abandoned pig style, and like nobody really there spoke English. And then afterwards, where they were like, this guy, <laughs> he was like, oh, do you like it? And he was like, it was no, it was. How you say He spent was, uh, 10 minutes trying to say it was not good. He's like, how you say the vocals uh, were too... How do you say instruments uh, falling down uh, Too high. You should be low. Is, I don't know. And he was like, it was not good. Oh! And we were like, all right. Uh, did anyone show up looking for <laughs> pigs and it had to be explained to them that it's a no farmer. Yeah. I'm here to buy pigs. Yeah, but the driver was flipping out. He was like, what is this venue? Like, what? Yeah, was he protective like a father? Yeah. He's, he stood up for us. He's yeah. like, I get like, you, you guys beer. Here. Like, That's like, awesome. <laughs> but that was great. There's yeah. lots of people there. No wonder you're shouting out to Mad Mike. How, how much do you talk to the driver on a European tour? Like, what, wait, what's the initial we conversation? We got really like? personal. Got really so personal. what's the initial conversation like? Hi, we're Gorilla Talks. You're it took a driver. minute. It took a minute for us to warm up to him, but once he started talking about his life, you know. He told us everything. We, we Yeah, we learned everything about that. Does he drive... Only bands? Yeah, that's what I was going to Yeah, he drives like a Napalm Death. Napalm Death. Uh, Who else? He drove Happy Jawbone back when they were a band. Yeah. Does does his does his like van have all the logos of all the bands he's ever driven on? Rental van. Rental Actually, I hope that it just has like like a dry cleaners in New York City, like a headshot of every band that it's been in. Yeah, watching Seinfeld, so it's. Yeah. Mad Mike. Mad Mike, love you, bro. So you guys ha- all have, uh, it seems like, other projects as well, other bands. Um, seems like a- all of you have record labels. I don't know if I'm exaggerating <laughs> there. And one of you owns a record store in Brooklyn? Mm, Peter owns a record store in Boston. Oh, in Boston? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. I'll have to talk to my researchers. Deep Thoughts. Wait, what's it called? I talked Deep about. Thoughts. Deep Thoughts in Boston. For yeah. all our Boston listeners. He's not super involved now, but he's still like got a little, got a foot in there. Does he, do, when you're on tour, does he, like, go to, like, thrift stores and buy records? And no. Shit <laughs> I think he does it all online. Okay. Yeah. And so one of you owned or ran the record label that released your first tapes and stuff? N-N-A? N-N-A? Oh, yeah. Oh. Toby, our old uh, synth player. Yeah, he played oh. with us for a while, and he still runs N-N-A. Yeah. Um, he got married. We were at Congrats, wedding. Toby. Did they tape their wedding? Did he tape <laughs> um, We should have, man. There were some moments in there that were classic. 
you guys play the wedding? You know, I'm a little upset he didn't ask, but if he was like married, um, like a pretty conservative. Caroline's parents are pretty conservative. They would have not dug GTOS at the wedding. I sort of want to like simple gifts right now. Oh, yeah. Guys, oh, we, we, we should. No, you don't want to do that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Toby, NNA, great Toby, label. Love, Toby. love him. Uh, Pete had a, a tape label for a while. I think he just kind of that fizzled out because it's a lot of work. Uh, but Anonymous Toby. Dog, a lot of great stuff on that. Yeah. So Toby how many members have you had and who's, who's in the band now? So many members, man. Greg Albert, who is on bass, and he's He's in Celestial Shore. Oh, yeah, yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, and then Sam Elizabeth. Fantastic guy. He's playing keyboards. Fantastic. Um, he has his own music, Samuel Boat. Okay, cool. And Colton Lepper. And yeah, this is the crew now. It's a pretty solid state. The classic band is lineup? In. It's is that, a good is lineup. Is that how they're going to write about this? Like I think so. Lineup. Are you guys like guided by voices? Yeah. And this uh, is it right here. So, have you, ever, have you ever played a show and they spelled your name like Gorilla and not Nago Gorilla? Yes, yeah. in Oakland, actually. Just, just really? Recently, the other day. Yeah. That, I was going to correct them and I just didn't. Very offensive. Very <laughs> yeah. offensive. When I tell people about your band, I'll, I'll say, like, oh, there's this cool band you should listen to. If you like you, this is when he's, like, riding the bus and people are just like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, excuse me, sir. Uh, I'll say, oh, there's this cool band called Gorilla Toss. And they're like, oh. And I'll be like, but it's not, like, the ape. It's, like, you know, Gorilla, like that. Warfare. Yeah, and they're always like, oh. Like that. They Every single time they have this. Why is everyone you talk to you only can say, oh? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. you're actually talking to people who can only speak binary. I think, code. yeah. Oh. I, that was oh. a pretty good joke. That was a good joke. Uh, yeah, but anyways, they always seem more into the band knowing that it's not the ape. That's Wait, actually, how was playing in Spain? Because that's where the term guerrilla warfare was coined. Did anyone bring that up? To Spain, Spain was great. Beautiful. Loved Portugal more, though. Portugal was my, our favorite spot. Whoa. Portugal. Beautiful. I mean the architecture, the tiles, hand painted tiles like everywhere, like mosaic streets with little cobblestones and like really awesome food. And, I don't like, even remember how the shows were. I just remember having a great time there. I just had a great yeah. It's just like the most beautiful. I just had the best food. It was like the most beautiful place. Uh, all I ever read about Portugal is how all drugs have been legal there for like yeah. 10 years and how it's well, not falling you, apart. That's because the only magazine you subscribe to is the High Times. <laughs> so of course, that's what That and Highlights. Uh, I still like doing that search. I love Highlights. Yeah, front cover, back cover. I grew up on cover. that shit. Yep. So if... Zoo books. If, uh, let's say Universal Studios bought the rights to Gorilla Toss and they are going to make a movie about your life, who would play each person in the band? Holy moly. Who would you want to play? So contemporary contemporary actors, you can't just like pull out like, you know, someone from the past. Yeah. Well obviously uh, Cassie would be played by uh, Kate Winslet. Oh wow. interesting. Going for a second Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Just like you know I wanna be the fifth element girl. Alright. Oh, yeah. no, That's good. I like that Going better. For, yeah. uh, I was just thinking more of like But I mean look what at her career, that? honestly. Djokovic? Oh yeah, Mila Djokovic. Djokovic. I just Djokovic. I I'm just thinking, like in terms of longevity, like you know, like come on, her career didn't go too far. Somebody. I like who, how you're using your movie to help someone's career. Yeah, <laughs> I actually like that too. It's yeah, very we much... actually always talk about how we're gonna become actors. Yeah, yeah that's my plan. Would you play but... yourself? No, you can't play yourself. Okay. Who would we just, play you? We saw the Edward Snowden movie today. 
Yeah, How Joseph Gordon-Levitt would play me. It <laughs> was... Mm, not a not great casting. I mean, great actor. Not. not. How about Ben Affleck? What do you feel about that? That's cool. You guys have a similar chin. You I'm want just, Ben Affleck? I'm just saying as far... You want him to play you? Yeah, man. He's a great actor. I guess. No, he's not. He's white as fuck. I mean, if we're talking aesthetically, like visually similar I, I, I don't know I'm trying to blank it's what it's whoever you want to play whoever you want yeah dealer's choice if you will <laughs> how about a young Johnny Depp yeah well since Johnny Depp hasn't aged <laughs> yeah he has, <laughs> yeah, yeah but like Johnny Depp before the rings and before the tattoos we're talking nick of time Johnny Depp 95 mm-hmm. Christopher Walken that sounds good who would good. play Sam Sam um who <laughs> Seth Rogen <laughs> You say no. Josh Groban? <laughs> we can do better than Seth better Rogen. than Seth Rogen. I want to see Josh Groban and Seth Rogen. Josh Rogan. Yeah, I kind of morph that together. It would have to be somebody very subtle. Who would play Peter? Um, Peter would be uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman for some reason. Oh, Philip um, Seymour. Which is funny because it's been used before. Yeah, but it's been years. <laughs> right? Okay, quick question. Uh, so you were named by Rolling Stone magazine as one of the top modern punk bands. Now, if if and when you see other people who are named on that list, do you feel obligated to go and say, oh, hi, like, like, do you, like if, if, <laughs> you, if, if you were someplace and list. someone else was on, oh, you don't know I hate lists. <laughs> I know, they're pretty bad. What's, yeah, what's it, it must be weird to be in Rolling Stone, dot them talking, dot com, talk, dot them com. talking about punk bands, like, as if. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we have some friends that have gotten some Rolling Stone shout-outs. You know, it's like, it's also, it's not Rolling Stone magazine. I think it's just the blog. Yeah. Which uh, so is kind you, of like... That .com wasn't a joke. Not to I downplay don't joke about it. Dot com. True. Yeah. But maybe it is good to, to downplay it and be like, you know what, man? It's just the internet, like... I just want to, okay, I'm just like, it, like when, I was, when I saw that, I was thinking that, like, oh, like, you folks are at, like, a festival or show, and, like, there's someone else who was on the list it's like oh, do I say hi because like yeah, we're both on the same <laughs> so yeah. we made the list and we're like who are you hey number four that, I'm three right over yes, here that would be funny unfortunately I don't think I actually know any of the other bands on the list uh, if you were in the other bands on the list email us at excellentpurposepodcast.gmail.com <laughs> We'll put you in contact with Gorilla Talks. Yeah, let's Maybe try to book you together. They're going to, uh, yeah, set up a... a, a was it like a, a 1 through 10, like, best, and then, or was it just like, here are 10 bands? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, like... I didn't... I know, actually, I just... I read rank? your entry. I love the phrase, no particular order. No particular order, yeah. Uh, that was a really great improv New Order cover band. No particular, no particular order. order. No. It was like jammed <laughs> on the songs. It was really great. <laughs> It was bizarre. I hate you, and I hate that joke. All right. Well, my, I've run out of notes. I've hit the... Uh, is there yeah. anything, any last, anything else you folks have well, to say? Well, we didn't mention Feeding Tube at all, and I really wanted to do that, because Feeding Tube is awesome. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, I did that. Hey, uh, can you talk about Feeding Tube at all? Yeah, Feeding Tube rules. Um, What's Feeding Tube? It's a record label based out of Western Mass, um, run by Ted Lee. And Ben Zebu, and he also does lots of other stuff. Um, makes beautiful art. Great artist, great musician. He's been taking care of us since day one. Yep. Love you, Teddy. Feeding two, Ted Zebu. No, day one. Day one from 2010. Day one from 2012. Day one. He put yeah. out our first vinyl, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, that's which was out of press for a few years, and now he repressed it. We have wow. it now. 
today. Take that, eBay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever Discount. seen anything of yours, uh, like, going for a lot? Place. Discogs, maybe uh, what, sixty bucks for that tape or something? Yeah. Uh, do you try to sell it to friends after that for sixty? They're like, hey, do you sell one of those tapes? You're like, oh, do you ever, oh, have you ever try well, to pay with a deal with a tape? Like, hey, okay, here's a screenshot of Discogs. <laughs> I don't even have like my own like music anymore because. Because you have a Discogs account, and you sold all that shit. Well, no. Every time I'm like, I'm gonna hold on to like one of you know every release we have but eventually like somebody comes over and they ask for it I'm like can I have that and I'm like sure so I don't have any GTOS records or tapes I tried to give them to you I know and then people always end up taking them I'm I not gonna some. I'm not gonna deny do you want me to sell them to I'm not gonna deny a fan you're on the train and somebody's like can I have that and you're like oh. that did happen once yeah, Kid was like he was like can I buy that from you I'm like this is my copy man. uh wait so first time someone on the street recommended you from your band it happens in New York sometimes just because there's so many people in New York. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a specific, like the first time ever? Or is there any time that like you were totally unprepared for? Oh, one time I went into Guitar Center and some dude in Boston, he was like, hey, you're in Gorilla's house. And I'm like, I hate uh, Guitar Center, but you're a cool man. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see your photo and that's an ad for, for uh, a <laughs> guitar center. Oh. On this trip, Peter almost drum- entered the, the Guitar Center drum off. I think he could have made it. It was like in Tucson, Arizona. Like, how good could somebody be at drums in Tucson? Uh, there's actually a really good band I love from Tucson whose name I can't remember. Well, I really like it, but I can't remember their name. <laughs> yeah, edit this out. This is actually our next promo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you folks want to say before you fucking rock out tonight? Um, No. Um, I'm sorry to bring you Reese's things. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, like I know one thing I want to say. What? Yeah. We have a um, someone doing lights and projections with us this tour. Cool. Named Willie, and he's awesome. He's driving with us too, and he has a record store in Macon. He's actually from Macon, Georgia. Wait, Macon? Yeah, like where the Almond Brothers are from. Yeah, but he has a record store, Fresh Produce. It's pretty sick. Fresh Produce. Yeah. That's a good name. All right, cool. Shout out to Willie from Macon, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, all our listeners in Georgia, please uh, patronize. You know what? What's Fresh weird produce. is I don't know if we have any listeners in Georgia. I don't think we do. We're not I popular think so. in I the think, South. I think mm. the AM signal stops <laughs> just yeah. shy of Georgia. And we're a little liberal. Uh, if we, I know we need to crank up our wattage. Oh, let's crank it up. We only have 88 watts. We only have 88 watts. Let's go above it. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you for gorilla talks. interviewing you. while you're on tour and stuff. Thank I'm sure you. there's a lot of stuff going on, so we appreciate it. Um, and that's been another week of Access on Purpose. My name is Danny. My name's Joseph. Keep one finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave. Thanks for listening. You used to say fuck you for listening. I don't I don't like saying it. I feel every time I say fuck you for listening, I feel like And it was an great because the first time you did it was accidental. It, it was accidental, exactly. So it was okay, but then it was it became oh, an affect goes. it became an affectation and it just feel like an asshole. Hey. Milo says goodbye. Thanks for listening.